Sure Athlete is a unique platform that utilizes data to insights to actions to help make a difference and add value for both individuals and organizations as a whole. Welcome to the Halftime Snacks. My name is Ronen Einbinde. This show explores the intersection between sports, business, and technology. Are you ready? Let's go! Today's guest of the show is an absolute legend. This man has over 20 years of experience working in different teams and sectors in the sports industry, including the Miami Marlins, Miami FC, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's a marketing expert, and today he's the CEO of Sure Athlete, a company that uses science, data, and technology to take athletes and coaches to a whole new level. It is my honor to host such a talented individual for a halftime snack. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Flynn. Hello there. Thanks for the uh, energetic and exciting introduction. I've got to hire you out for uh, personal parties. You can introduce me when I come into the room. You know, I give whole credit to Pat McAfee. And, you know, I'd love to start off by learning about your story and your background. How did you first got involved into the sports business? And so far, what has been the best side and the worst side of the industry, in your opinion? Uh, yeah, my origin story in sports uh, goes back to my undergraduate days when I have an undergraduate degree in accounting, uh, which I entered into the, the working field of, as, as an accountant directly after I finished my studies. And I realized quickly that um, that wasn't the path I wanted to be on. <laughs> so uh, I didn't want to be an accountant. Uh, So having an accounting degree, I had to figure, okay, that's, it's time to make a, a dramatic switch here. Uh, so after working as an accountant for three or four years and trying to figure out what my next step was, I, I realized I needed to do something that I had a passion for, uh, you know, to create an opportunity to, you know, live a life of doing something that I loved. And that was sports, sports and entertainment, really. Uh, which is the industry that I, I like to call sports this what I do is sports and entertainment. So decided to go back to graduate school, focus on sports administration, get a degree in a master's degree in sports administration, and then kind of carried on my path. So uh, you know that first stop out of graduate school with with a soccer league that's still in existence called the USL. This was in the mid 90s when I joined in 96, 95, 96, so many years ago. But uh, my first stop out of graduate school and my transition into this industry was with the, uh, the USL as the director of marketing and sales for the league office. That's fascinating. And so what do you think so far is the best side of sports industry and what's the worst side? Well, the best, the best side of it is just the, uh, you know, the juice that you get from being involved in what we do. Right. And that's being involved with live events, which hopefully return at some point. I guess they are in limited capacity uh, as we deal with COVID. Um, but just being involved in the energy and, and the excitement of, of, of sports in general. Right. That's uh, that's what I have a passion for as, a, as an athlete and, and a sports fan, you know, as long as I can remember. So being involved in that and doing that, uh, you know, every day uh, is, is the best part of it. Being involved in something that I love. Uh, the worst part of it, uh, I don't know if there's anything that's unique to the worst part of it, but 
you know, it's, it's the, uh, you know, the daily trials and tribulations that you go through, uh, when, when you're dealing with something as, as, as volatile as, as a lot of the variables that are, that we deal with, uh, especially on the business side are, are not, you know, direct results of, of what we can handle and what we can, excuse me, what we, we can affect. So, you know, when, when you're dealing with wins and losses, you can't control that. You can't control what's on the field, what's on the pitch, what's on the ice or the court. You know, from a business standpoint, you can only control, uh, you know, the, the, the things that, that, that you have direct, uh, you know, responsibility over. So you've got to learn to live with uh, the ups and downs, right? Yeah, I love what you say about, you know, finding something that aligns with your passion. I think that that's when you feel that you're not working. You're just, you know, having fun with the things that you love. I feel like that's where you, the energy comes from as well. So that's fantastic. And I want to ask you as well, because I'm really curious about Sure Athlete. I mean, what's the purpose of the company? What pain point it is that you're addressing? What, what are you trying to solve? Yeah, I mean, the Sure Athlete is a, you know, short summary is a, a psychometric and behavioral analytic data analytics platform for, for teams and athletes, right? Uh, it basically, you know, there's, it allows organizations and athletes, uh, to develop themselves based on, uh, science, uh, psychometric and behavioral analytics, uh, and it allows, you know, organizations to build culture, right? Uh, so, you know, there are a number of different assessments you know, out in the world and various stages and, uh, you know, different aspects of what they do. Uh, but sure athlete is a unique platform that utilizes data to insights to actions to help make a difference and add value uh, for both individuals and organizations as a whole. Um, when you look at what's happening in the industry, you know, teams are spending an, an unbelievable amount of resources on data analytics for, for, their, for their athletes, right? Uh, the majority of that is physiological, it's wearables and, and uh, you know, tracking devices and heart monitors and all of these things, right, that, that, that measure you know, biometrics and things like this. There, there's not a lot of, uh, being done in the data space on what's happening in someone's head, right? Specifically in the you know, kind of psychometric and behavioral area. So you know, we're, we're presenting a, a unique opportunity for teams to get a, a, a real robust understanding of individuals that they're looking to bring into the organization or their current individuals, both players and coaches, and helping put systems in place to develop them and help them to succeed uh, quicker and reducing the kind of trial and error that they may have to do without having the data and the science in front of them. And again, both as an individual level and as an organizational kind of culture level. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's my belief that the brain is one of the most understudied elements of the body. There's so much about the brain that we really don't know about. And I feel like bringing data into it is uh, kind of a step forward of understanding uh, our cognitive uh, process of making decisions and I'm pretty sure you have so much more to, to say about that that from what I can say but I'm really curious given the emergence of such intersection between sports and science in, in the case of sure athlete what would you say are the top five to seven events coming up in the company roadmap in the next few years that are super super critical 
Yeah, so we've got we've got it we've got a plan built in place. Uh, you know, everybody's got a plan, right? Until something happens, but we've we've got a plan, and you know, we're in our inaugural year. Uh, we launched this uh, company in January of 2020, so we're you know, we're eight months into this thing now. Uh, obviously, you know, the pandemic hit, so we've had to deal with that. Um, but you know, our, our kind of our, our step by step, we're taking a very slow, methodical approach as we introduce this to the marketplace. So when you look at what we're doing in year one, basically we're calling this our innovation year. So we're looking for one partner in each major league, and our focus right now is United States for the most part, uh, or Canada if there's leagues that kind of overlap. So we're looking for one innovation partner. We're signing those up in each league, so one NFL team, one NBA team, et cetera, et cetera, right? And intercollegiate athletics, you know, one team or, or athletic department in each conference. So, for example, the University of Miami is a, is a client of our innovation partner of ours. So they're the exclusive innovation partner for the ACC conference. And then we're also looking at some other organizations uh, outside of the major leagues or, or major conferences in college. Like we're, we're having conversations with the likes of the UFC, WWE, NASCAR uh, teams, you know, things like this. So uh, the first phase and the first kind of the big, you know, our first step here is to find that, you know, this collection of let's say six or seven innovation partners. We'll run them through kind of the first year. Because we have, the platform is built and the platform is ready to go to market. When we look at what we, for year two, which we call our MVP year, that's when we'll, again, take a slow, another slow methodical approach to that. We'll add no more than two teams in each league or conference. So we'll, you know, again, We'll live within our bandwidth and and you know call these MVP partners. So we'll have no more than three teams in, in, in these uh, specific leagues. Uh, once we go into year three, that's when we'll start to commercialize and, and just open this up, uh, you know, to up to the addressable market. So in year three, that's when we we, we start to kind of scale this this thing, right? Um, ultimately, when we kind of look really long range, then we'll start to look outside of North American sports and into a global approach to this. And that may be in year four, year five, because this thing, this platform is uh, adaptable to any collection of athletes and coaches, wherever that may be, whether it's uh, professional sports, Olympic sports, amateur sports, um, you know, motor sports, uh, intercollegiate athletics, you name it, you know, sure athlete can potentially help these organizations. And whether that's a cricket team in India, you know, a football team in Mexico, uh, you know, a rugby team in New Zealand, uh, Formula One team in Europe, you know, you name it, you know, the, the, we, they're, they're potential clients of ours. So, you know, as we kind of grow this from a business standpoint, you know, that's the approach we're taking. On the product side, you know, we'll, we'll kind of parallel, have a parallel path, right? So now we, we have our, you know, our, our, our foundation, and, but we'll start to innovate you know, as we kind of step into year two, you know, as we as we kind of go down the road, and our innovation team is already, you know, working towards those those uh, new offerings uh, today that we'll have, you know, ready in you know eighteen, twelve months, eighteen months, etc. Well, I find that very intriguing, and I think uh, the way you structure it makes total sense in my mind. Starting, you know, even with one athlete, and and prove that it works, and then you know, go to the to the team, and then. Uh, partner up with the team I mean the way you have it set it up is I feel like uh, a very structured way and it makes complete sense and you know I I'm curious also to ask you given how things are changing so fast in the world right now you know 
consumers are suddenly looking for different things. And uh, I'm really intrigued to ask you, what is one belief held by your prototypical consumer or customer that you would like to change? And why would you, would you like to change it? Uh, yeah, I mean, in a lot of instances, this is a new approach for some folks, right? Uh, so, you know, our goal is to change the mindset that this is a development tool uh, that will help, uh, you know, across the organization, like you know, individuals as well as the entire team, right? So, you know, I think people, you know, some folks who are not familiar with these type of assessments or have had experience in the past, and it may not have been a great experience, need to understand that, you know, we're taking data, again, we're taking data, you know, we're providing insights on that data and we're providing actionable steps to take after you have that data and insights and really putting a plan in place to help you with development of individuals and development of the organization. So, you know, when, when we're introducing this to, to you know, potential clients that, that uh, you know, may come at this, uh, you know, with a, uh, you know, maybe a tainted point of view from some experience in the past that they've had, you know, we've got to walk them through and explain why this thing is, is really an opportunity for them to, you know, build a high performing team culture and, and have success. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, Sean. I, I think the key thing when you're such a, you have such an innovative idea is that proving that works, proving that the science makes sense and that the technology works and that you can actually help them to get better. Isn't it that, one of like the challenges or which one would you say it's? Yeah, I think that, you know, we've got to prove that it works, right? We know our, our, our platform is built on an assessment that was, it's an algorithm that was in development for 30 plus years. Uh, that algorithm, that assessment is now called PRISM and that's the secret kind of sauce to this, the foundation. The platform has been in practice with our sister company, uh, called Sure People uh, for the last five years. They've had phenomenal success in, in kind of the, the business space, the commercial space with clients such as Boston Children's Hospital, iRobot, Johns Hopkins Medicine, Comcast, uh, you know, really quality, quality partners uh, that have fallen in love with what they do. And, and they, in fact, they've never, they haven't lost, they've renewed it hundred percent. They haven't lost a client in the first five years of their existence, which is just phenomenal. So we know that this thing works and provides value and, and, and clients, uh, you know, adopt it and, and, and really embrace it and, and, and use it to its fullest. What we need to do is now show people that we can do that in sports. It's essentially the same, the same principles and the same science behind it. You know, we've uh, kind of repositioned how it looks from the front end, right? We speak in different, you know, there's different vernacular, sports vernacular, you know, there's a different tone and a different feel to it. Um, but we know the core of it works. So, you know, our challenge today as we sit here is to find innovation partners, implement it and prove it does what we say it can do. And we know it will. And, you know, we're going to come work, but we will come out of this first year cycle, you know, having proven that. And then, you know, the market will, you know, really sit up and say, wow, these guys, you know, they, they, they've proven, uh, you know, the, and validated, you know, that this platform is truly something that can come into an organization and help. That's awesome, Sean. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be big, you know, in a few years, uh, it's going to be everywhere and I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, my last question is more personal, Sean, and is 
Uh, I'd like to ask you what what advice would you give to a young graduate that you know is passionate about sports as well and is passionate about maybe technology and wants to work in the industry? What advice would you give to a young graduate or put it in another way? Uh, what would you do if you were starting from from scratch from zero? Yeah, well, that's a good question, and I and I answer that uh, the same way I, I give advice. I teach a I'm an adjunct professor. St. Thomas University in Miami here, and I, I teach one class in the fall, sports marketing at the graduate level in their sports administration program. So I think the key, you've used the key word already is passion. You need to have a passion for this industry uh, because I, I don't consider a job or a career, it's a lifestyle. It's pretty all, in, it's pretty all consuming, right? It's interwoven with your life. So, you know, if you don't have a passion for that, uh, it, it's just not going to work out because it's just, you know, it, 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 you will be miserable. Um, so you need to start with that. And once you identify that, you know, then, then you've got to be, you know, uh, you've got to be you know, fairly aggressive in going out and, and making a name for yourself in, in the industry through whatever ways you can, whether that's just starting out as an intern uh, or an entry level position, but you've got to build your network. And it's really more important, not, you know, it's more important who knows you than who you know, right? So you've got to, at every touch point and interaction along the way, whether that's in, you know, in an interview process that you don't get, or you get it and you're an intern or an entry-level position, or you're working on projects, uh, you've got to leave a favorable impression and add value in everything that you do. So if you have passion, you add value, and you start to build a network of people who know you, then you're integrating yourself in. And then if you're, as, you, you know, as you're doing that and starting out and starting to build a skill set, Uh, that brings value to organizations, then you're on your right path. Uh, but again, number one is to have passion, then start to build your network and add value in every interaction along the way. Then you're, you should be on the right path. I think that's a great place to wrap today's conversation. I'm so grateful for having the chance to speak to such an icon of the industry. I'd like to thank you for your time, for your insights, and for your kindness. I hope we get the chance to interact in person sometime soon, Sean. Uh, but for now, thank you for coming to the Halftime Snacks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. And yeah, hopefully, we, uh, whether it's in Mexico or here in South Florida, we'd, we'd love to meet up in person. Before you leave, I want to thank you for listening. To hear this or any other halftime snack, check out the full archive on my website, which you can find on the show notes. See you next week!